Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher, and I'm joined by uh, an illustrious panel, a handsome panel, a hip panel, hip to the hop, don't stop, except I always like panic when I do the intro and then just start rambling. That's what you've done, Chris. Introduces. Okay. Uh, uh, Dermot Coyle. Hello. Um, the, the face in terms of the podcast with half the other face being Louis. You just realised as soon as I said face, he was upset. So we're a two-faced podcast? You're a two-faced, exactly. very two-faced. <laughs> no, um, Dermot Coyle's here. How are you, Dermot? I know, pretty good. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Good. We've brought you in for the, the Rangers preview. You were yep. complaining and moaning about it last time. <laughs> you made quite a stink coming to my door, chapping on the door. Gaffer, I've not, not been picked for the yeah, big games. Benched for the big one. Yeah, the Callum McGregor of the podcast comes in, does a job, and he's out the door. No, no, he be yep. seen for weeks. Um, obviously, terrific is awesome. Uh, this guy. Yep, here again. McCaffbot, McCaffrey, Louis, what? the owl. Jesus. I know, I've went a bit mental. That's no. good to be back, Chris. Good to be here. Good to be back. Good Looking to be forward here. to the game at the weekend. Looking forward to the game at the weekend. We will talk about the game at the weekend, of course. Um, but uh, we've got other things to talk about. Uh, I want to open the podcast by talking. Uh, it's sadly uh, John Lambie passed away today. I don't know if oh, you've I didn't seen realize that. Uh, no. Yeah, John Lambie passed away today. Um, do, you, do you remember much about John Lambie, Louis? Because he wasn't. He's not really been in the spotlight. I know the last I, couple of years. I, I know his name and I know his face. I remember him from when I was a younger, but I knew he was in football. But yeah. I mean, I don't know a lot about the man's career. But obviously, there was a lot of a lot of people talking about him today on social media and stuff. And yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, he's one of those kind of uh, big characters from like mm. from. But I guess you'd say early kind of youth yeah, of when we were teenagers and stuff. Eighties, nineties, all the yeah. way through with Thistle, he was kind of bit of a legend, wasn't he? Uh, Thistle, Chick Charlie came out and said he, he was like a dad to him and stuff. Uh, Hamilton as well and yeah. Falkirk. Um, I, I just always thought I just wanted to open up with the. Uh, I'm going to read it out. Um, During a match, striker Colin McGlashan was involved in a clash of heads with an opponent. On being told that McGlashan was concussed and didn't know who he was, Lambie replied. Great, tell him he's Pele and get him back on, which I always thought was a Was that actually Lambie? Because I've heard it attributed to a few different folk. I've heard it contributed. <laughs> Over the years. <laughs> yeah, but let's the just... The man's just died there. Like, I, I know, know. If I could give him that at least. Uh, but no, John Lambie, um, genuinely a character of uh, Scottish football and it's uh, sad for his passing. Uh, right, I want to ask you both a question. Um, and again, this is something I'd like the listeners to kind of get involved in. Just tweet us your kind of thoughts on this question. Um... I'm asking this because I've been looking through Twitter over the last couple of days and we've obviously, you know, Celtic games are going on, um, we're tweeting about Celtic games, we're tweeting about players, we're tweeting about tactics, we're tweeting about, tweeting about performance. Um, other Celtic accounts and other Celtic fans are tweeting about Rangers quite a lot. Um, there's uh, the whole Sevco obsession sort of thing. Um, I find it really tiresome, um, personally. That's not to say I don't think, you know, still actively Celtic should be looking to, you know, have punishment for, for what they did in the past, etc. Right, because we're all, we're all in the same boat and we understand that. Um, there's a lot of accounts that are kind of happy that, um, you know, Rangers are in turmoil, right? And Rangers are... Um, for lack of a better word, screwed. Um, you know, they, they're going through managers, etc., um, etc. Et terrific. That's good. Right. Uh, no, exa- listen, hi. I, I'm, I'm all with you. It is hilarious in the whole idea of Rangers being um, uh, crushed. 
Mm. And their, their yeah. fans being having their, their spirits crushed. There's no greater joy. Do you know what? There is no greater joy. <laughs> However, the question I'm going to ask you guys, and I want to know the thoughts of our listeners, is um, do you want Rangers to mount a challenge? Because we are at a position where we're potentially going to do back-to-back trebles. Um, and there isn't really a challenge. Essentially what I'm saying is, um, do you want that challenge? Because, let's be honest, Aberdeen aren't, haven't given us that challenge. Aberdeen are, are, are so bereft of a backbone. Um, in terms of the players and their manager, like they they shit it every time. See, I was trying to be all fancy there, and then I'm like, they shit it. Um, do you want Rangers to make a challenge at some point, or do you just want to go? Do you want to win every title? Do you want to do ten in a row and then onwards and upwards without any sort of challenge? There, I mean, I'd rather the challenge came from someone else. I mean, I'm quite happy to see Rangers fold and disappear. To be honest, uh, <laughs> sort of bye bye and Aberdeen Hearts Hibs whoever can provide the challenge. I think that the standard in Scottish football did rise from the other teams over the last sort of five years or so, uh, since Rangers sort of basically went out of business and ceased to exist. So it, it's going to take them a while to get the, the money and the investment so they can actually challenge Celtic. I mean, there's a, a massive discrepancy between the amount of money that we've got and can afford to spend on sort of our playing budget and the, the amount that the other teams yeah. can afford. So, I mean, it it isn't a level playing field by any manner of means. So a, a challenge isn't is going to take a while to come, but for the good of Scottish football, it will come, you know. Um, whether that's us becoming complacent, someone just getting a couple of decent players and a genius manager and having a, a, a great season, which is kind of thing that happens in France every so often. Yeah. You know, with like sort of Lille or Montpellier sort of win the league out of kind of nowhere for one season because a couple of decent players in a, a system works. But... Uh, I obviously want Celtic to keep on so winning everything, but... So essentially you want a challenge, you just don't want it to be from them? I, I don't see... Sometimes people seem to think that the challenge has to come from Rangers. I don't really see why that's the case, and actually I think things get better when they, they weren't there. Louis, thoughts? I agree with Delmet. I think <coughs> I think it doesn't have to be... Um, the challenge doesn't have to come from them. And I'm loving life right now, I think it's cracking. See, watching them just capitulate. Just, uh, not even capi- I love it when their hopes get really high for a wee period of time, and then they get brought back down, and then their hopes get high again. Yeah. Like, they're now they're probably more confident than they've been in the last few weeks, because they won 4-0 at the weekend, and they're going to play us in the semi-final. And they'll, they'll, their fans will believe that they're going to win that game. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is great, because when it doesn't happen, the misery and sorrow... That's heaped upon them is is terrific. Spoiler, so, spoiler alert! I would, um, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying dominating and winning things. And uh, I don't know. I would like to see them. Um, I, I'd like to see it go more the other way. I'd like to see them be deducted points for granted administration again. That's not yeah. happening a wee while, and I'd like to see that happen. Um, but do you know what? I, th- I think. Like Dermot's right. See the see the standard of football, like the standard of of the rest of the clubs, in the time that since they um, started again, basically, it's been fantastic. Like yeah. you look at that top six, the top six, arguably top seven teams in the league just now, um, are are doing really well, and their, their clubs are doing well off the park, and but 
but more importantly, they're doing well off it. I mean, right, on it. I mean, you look at Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock went and got a quality manager who's turned things around, and now their attendances are on the rise. And yeah. I mean, that's great for the league. But I think this split. Now, I know we're going to come to the fixtures later, but the split overall in those top six teams, you've got some cracking, cracking games in there. So yeah. it just shows you how far I think Scottish footballers came. You see, down in the Championship, I think. I think that's probably one thing that I, I, I would kind of give Rangers credit for. But they get credit along with Hibs and Hearts. But see, when they were in the Championship and the two Edinburgh clubs are in the Championship, it did put a lot more focus on the Championship. And I personally pay a lot more attention to the Championship now than I ever did before they were in it. But even now, I mean, I, I, I look at the fixtures every weekend and, and see how the likes of Dundee United, St Martin, Falkirk, all these teams are doing. So yeah. overall, the standards get a lot better. The challenge doesn't have to come from them. Um, but you want a challenge But I would like one Essentially uh, You know I look at What Steve Clark has done At Kilmarnock yeah. uh, Same group of players Maybe with one or two additions You know the addition of Malumbo Can't kind of be under Underwritten by What he's done That little bit of extra quality That maybe isn't And missing from most midfield In Scotland um, But I look at someone like Jack Ross At St Mirren And I think to myself Derek McInnes Leaving Aberdeen you know, let's say he gets to this at the end of the season and he thinks to himself, you know, there's no no further I can take them. I can't really take them any further. Um, specifically if they lose the Scottish... Well, specifically if they win the Scottish Cup. If they win the Scottish Cup, then I think he'll definitely walk away. If they don't win the, the Scottish Cup, an argument could be said, well, you've only won one trophy, you should be pushing from... You know, you should stay until you win something else. But I can imagine him maybe going down to the Championship next season. To me, I would be excited as a Scottish football fan for... And I, I feel sorry for St Mirren fans saying this because, you know, they're 21 points clear at the top of the Championship. Um, I'm sure their fans uh, are looking forward to next season um, because of what he's done and how he's developed them. I mean, when he took over, there were five points yeah. from the bottom. Um, and my, my fact is, the fact what I'm trying to say is, um, I think a lot of these clubs are one or two wee things away from actually challenging us. Yep. Not necessarily for the title, but just challenging us, putting a little bit more pressure on us than we've got at the moment. And that's just that formula. Term. I think I think the thing about Jack Ross is I'd really like to see him have a year with St Mirren when yeah. they come up to actually see what they can do. Uh, part of me wonders if it is going to be a kind of Kelly type scenario where are they going to sort of push for top six maybe, you know? Yeah. Um, they're maybe going to lose. Well, we know they're going to lose. Going to lose Morgan. They're going to lose maybe three or four players. Yeah. So it's it's a really difficult job, you know. Um, but he looks like an amazing manager. Every time we played them, I think Rogers actually commented on them, yeah. you know how kind of why don't we take plankton coaches why don't we just take these wee plankton and put them <laughs> in our wee backroom staff and just keep them like in a wee sort of aquarium sort wee of thing petri dish or something yeah we, you know keep like John Kennedy he's yep. plankton. Oh, look at the range. Oh, oh. Looking at the camera. Look right into that camera and tell plankton. Plankton. Um, why did you say that? Because he's he just kind of getting. They looked a wee bit stupid before, didn't he? At the dial and that. And now he's he's not even number two. 
So you you sound guy, but he seems terrific. He seems he's like got a, a crack and walk, guy. crack um, and walk, uh, one of those. Um, but no, I, I think what I, the reason I asked that question is because the, there's so many Celtic bloggers that are so obsessed, um, and I don't mean like the way we're obsessed. I'm not in any way obsessed. Like we laugh at them, but they're so obsessed to the point where it's like, like if Rangers did actually turn round, become legit, and actually made yep. a challenge, what would their life be? <laughs> if someone yeah, came in, made it all actually made it all legitimate, and yeah. then just started running Rangers well, what would their life be? I mean, and the that's thing is, there is an income stream there. You know, there's not many sort of clubs where you can sort of almost guarantee fifty thousand fans season, in, yeah. in that kind of region. Uh, it's but it is a, the gift that keeps giving. You know, it's smoke and mirrors. The statements come out from King. You wonder how daft or how kind of how trusting are people. To keep on hearing this stuff and and thinking, oh yeah, this guy's got the best interests at heart. Well, look, you see know, when you are the people. <laughs> nah, let's leave it at that. Um, but yeah, I just thought that would be quite interesting. Um, there's a segment I was going to start, and it was going to be called "What If," um, and I was going to see a scenario um, and just how you think it would have impacted Celtic. Um, <laughs> what? I, listen, I'm trying to fucking do. It. I'm trying to make this a classy. No, I'm just trying to come up. I'm coming up with scenarios already. Wait till you see the quiz at the end of the podcast. I'm sure it'll be terrific. Um, no, so the question, so it's be like, what if? And I'll give you a scenario, and I want to see how. Um, well, it's two scenarios, two very quick scenarios. What if Ronnie hadn't banned chips? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Mulgrew bought into it? Uh, no, the first one is uh, what 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 if? And I'll go to Dermot this one. I'll give you one each, right? What if Larson doesn't break his leg against Leon? Oh, oh, impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. Oh. What if? Uh, so if Larson, so Larson, I think he came back just as well. He came back better. Under, under, yeah, but what I mean is, from the perspective of not not Larson, um, but from, from John Celtic Barnes team, yeah. and that Celtic team, you know, we were playing a four-two-two-two, and yeah. you know, people laugh at how John Barnes set up, but frankly, it was a pretty damn good. Idea um, that maybe we had Berkovic, Moravchik, Viduka, Lambert, yeah. Viduka, Larson, uh, Lambert, and Burley. You know, it, that's pretty good. Um, you know, whether it was where they worked in Scottish football, yeah, that I mean, time. we were kind of found wanting in a lot of games. But uh, you know, if you th- if you look at Martin O'Neill and you know, Martin O'Neill's success was down to that squad of players, absolutely. But Larson. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, I, undoubtedly. But I wonder if you know Barnes was always going to lose the dressing room there. Uh, the way that whole thing imploded was but pretty th- depressing. If Larson doesn't break his leg, is Barnes in a job to the end of the season? At least, and then we don't yeah. get Martin O'Neill. Yeah, and then the knock-on effect from that is then just might not have been able to hold on to Larson for as long. That's the other yeah. thing, Larson pretty much was on the verge of, not on the verge, but there was rumours that Manchester United were interested in him at that point, and if he hadn't broke his leg, maybe he would have... Was it Leon or was it Bordeaux? You said Leon, I think it was... It was Leon, no, it was, was Leon. It Leon? Was it Leon? Was it Leon? Was it year before we... Bordeaux was the next year. Next year. Uh, we yeah. went out to Martin O'Neill, we went out, yeah. the last lawn scored in the last minute to put us out. Um, but yeah, so I just, I think it's quite interesting to think that, you know, if Larson hadn't broken his leg, as Louis says, potentially he could have left, he could have went to Man U, that, that legend, yeah. legendary player... He never would have had the opportunity. He may not have developed either. He might have went to Man U and just you know not, not have had the opportunities. Um, I, I think that that Celtic team would still have imploded. Yeah, I actually do. Thinking back to that season, the way it 
when I suppose Ian, Ian Wright was in the team, wasn't he? Ian Wright was there. Oh, God. Um, we Jeez. had, because uh, obviously him and Barnes were close yeah. friends, uh, Viduka was a bit of a powder keg yep. anyway. Hey, Barnes did sign Petrov though, didn't he? He did. He did, yeah. Yes. And then did uh, he left back? Point, he played him full back, yeah. yeah. And Martin, it's like kind of Stuart Armstrong. Um, under, and here's my co- what if question to you this is going terribly. Um, what if we'd beat Rangers in that semi final? Would Ronnie Dyla still be here? Uh, another, good one. Bit, another good one. I don't think I don't think he'd be here now, but I think he, he well, would have lasted longer. He would have got longer, I think, possibly. I um, which would because say, that was that was a huge. Moment, really, that was the end, wasn't it? I think as soon as yeah. I, th- I think it's that pe- as soon as Tom Rogic's penalty, <laughs> as soon as uh, did you watch his feet that t- at that point? I <laughs> <laughs> hey, the ground moved. Listen, <laughs> the ground moved. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there was a psychic in the uh, on a, in a helicopter above him, of course, famously Yuri Geller. Uh, no, that wasn't. <laughs> that was Gary McAllister at Euro '96. Um, but no, I, I, if if Tom Rogic's go, uh, look, if we go through in that round um, and we get to the Scottish Cup final. Potentially stopping Hibs winning that title, which that Scottish Cup final was one of the best Scottish Cup finals in yeah, recent memory. It was, it was yeah. terrific. Um, but we don't get Brendan Rodgers uh, running. We get another season where Rangers, who were dreadful, don't get me wrong, like last season, uh, Celtic under dial at that point. You know, we weren't playing well. It was, you know, would he have got money? Probably not. He might have left at the end of the season anyway. Who knows? Well, I mean, it's, it's just these moments that you just know something's going to happen so when Larson broke his leg you just knew that this team's not going to kick on the way that you would want yeah. to without a Europe and with uh, you know the, the losing that Rangers semi-final that semi-final to Rangers you just knew that was it for Dial it was almost a blessing I, in disguise I mean, that was the last straw wasn't it yeah it was kind of like right, put him out of his misery um, and we're going to come back to that at the quiz at the end um, but some of those Rangers players in that team Nicky Clark who the fuck is Nicky Clark? Where is he now? Fucking uh, cutting hair somewhere. No. Well, oh. 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 Uh, so, yeah. Uh, looking, moving forward. Uh, I just want to... Before we get to actually looking at the games and stuff, um, Compare's comment, the comments uh, that Brendan Rodgers made about Compare, um, we've got a couple of questions, and I'll, I think the questions will be related to what I'm going to kind of say anyway and get your guys' opinions on it. Um... But to be fair, we start with Ginty. Uh, Keith, uh, Compare looks to have been totally written off after having high hopes. Which Celtic signings have the most disappointed you? We'll come back to the actual comment on uh, what players have actually disappointed you. But Compare looks to have been totally written off. Here's what uh, Brendan Rogers had to say about uh, Marvin Compare. Um, so, talking about the 32-year-old centre-back, he said Marvin brings a lot of experience and he was injured towards the end of our camp in Dubai and that meant others came in and did well. He respects that. Um, these players really enjoy it here, but at some point they will want to come in and play. And the kind of comment, he's talking about you know, boy uh, Ayer coming in. He basically said that Ayer's came in taking his place and essentially compares going to have to wait for this opportunity but he might not want to wait Um, I'm going to ask you first Louis, um, was saying a compare a mistake or was it just uh, you know because we didn't realise the potential that Ayer had to come in 
Yeah, I think at the time we were in a bit of a crisis at, uh, in terms of defenders with the injuries that we had. So we had to get someone in. Everybody everybody on this podcast certainly was crying out for an experienced central defender. Um, Are we still so, not a little bit? Yeah, uh-huh. well, we went we went out and got one. But at the same time, the way things kind of materialised, we signed Henry in the window. And then Ayer comes in and plays really, really well. It's it's kind of hard lines a wee bit because what do we want to do? Do we put, do we want to kind of stunt the development of Ayer to play Comper? Probably not. I would have I would I want Hendry playing as well. Um, we've also he's you know we've went three at the back. Tierney could come into that, and Tierney's always going to play whether he's pushed into that uh, wide midfield position or he's at centre half himself then you've got Lustig who to be fair isn't really starting but um, that's more to do with him I I don't know I I think he's just kind of he's found it tough and it's just the way the chips have fell for him he's not really had a chance but the one thing that annoys me that I don't understand is how Boyata can be in front of him I think Boyata's got dirt on Rodgers He's caught him doing something. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Something's happened yeah. on Lennox Town really early in the morning or something. Lennox Town. Uh, I don't know why you, that, you made that sound quite nefarious. Something's happened up Lennox Town. Uh, Dermot Compare, uh, still a little confused by the lack of opportunities when, as Louis says, um, you know, Boyat is injured and then he's drafted back in, you know, without, you know, the last Rangers yep. game. He's been out for three weeks, put back in. Just a bit confused by all. I I think even uh, when you look at Boyata's performance in that game, you know how he manages to still hold down a place. He was he's horrific at times, and then again, he's, he's mercurial. But Boyata isn't he? Sometimes he does put in a a good shift and he looks solid. But uh, I would have thought Compare was the ideal kind of guy that um, Rogers would have in mind to take uh, Hendry and Iyer and kind of walk them through a game. Yeah. Uh, I think he get panicked when he saw him play. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, I mean, it wasn't a great start. Uh, and I mean, I didn't know much about Comper. I trusted that he'd be good from playing in, in from Germany. The but fact he's know, German <laughs> and he looks a bit fancy. Aye, but you know, if, if you're playing in Germany, you're playing a high standard. You're, you're technically proficient. You, you know tactics. You should know how to play the game. Then. You know, plus all that experience as well that he had. Do you know what kind of, and I'm not in any way, please don't take this as, you know, hear me out, is what I'm going to say. You can say a noni. No, Jesus, <laughs> I love that. Um, Derek Borector, now I'm not comparing them to players, I'm just comparing it to maybe the situation. Um, it was the 11th minute, uh, hour of the window, Celtic were offered uh, a Dutch, former Dutch internationalist, who would come in and would you know we'd been crying out for you know signings yeah. when we all heard that Celtic were signing former Ajax winger Dirk Borichter, we were all like don't know much about the guy, but yeah. sounds like it could be quite good. Um, I'm guessing he was offered you know the tenth hour here. There's this guy. What do you think? I'm not saying that's what happened with Compare. What I'm saying is. There might have been. I'm not saying. Sorry, I'm not saying that compares that level of uh, compare might actually become you just think a it's quality player. The same I just, situation. I think it might be the same situation of tenth hour. Here's a guy here. What do you think? But that's disappointing. Is it but, not at the start of the window? He signed. 
I just mean in general. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. ta- I'm not talking about we were rushed through. It was more a case of what do you think of this guy? And they've looked at the CV and they've thought, yeah, he ticks all the boxes. Aye, but I would have preferred that our uh, sort of our, our signing policy was we identify folk that we think are going to bring something to the team and then go after them rather than just accept what a catalogue that an agent's putting in front of someone's face. I'd rather, I kind of think that we are probably more proactive and say, right, this is someone who can do it, Let, let's go and get them. So that there aren't any nasty surprises when they turn up to training that first day and you go, oh, Jesus, this guy's... But it, no. was, it was, I don't actually think he was Brendan Rogers signing, it was your man, um, it's the guy that's the head of recruitment. From the, Sun, the guy we got from Sunderland? He was, no, was he not at Chelsea? We should know this. Yeah, someday look up his name. What's his name? Anyway, right. anyway the head of recruitment. Um, it was him that I think had kind of ID'd him because I'm sure he said that he wanted to sign him at a previous club. Did that guy's name's on the tip of my tongue, and I know this doesn't make good uh, podcasting, but I'm going to look it up uh, yeah. right now. But I'm sure he was possibly at a German club before. Yeah, and had wanted to sign him then. Um, and didn't do it, so he obviously had him in mind anyway. And as you say, he's ticked all the boxes. So, um. I mean, the, the the other point being that uh, what I'm what kind of confused me is, you know, we brought in Marvin Compere. Um, so at that point, we were playing two at the back. So we had mm-hmm. Boyata, we had Jozo Samunovic, and we had uh, Ayer, who had came in about November time. Um, and then all of a sudden, we bring in Marvin Comper. Uh, don't get me wrong, we were all happy about it, as we say, yep. from a box ticking exercise. You know, he's, he's he's full of ticks. Yeah. He's got Lyme disease. That's how good he is. Um, go on. I was right. Um, Lee Congerton. Lee okay. Congerton. Okay, sure. Right. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, but this was at the time when, when Comper signed. Um, he was in the press and he'd had b- breakfast with Brendan Rodgers and all that. Oh, um, and he said, their chief scout, Lee Congerton, played a big role in my arrival. Five years ago, he wanted to bring me to Hamburg when he worked with our sporting director, Frank Arneson. All right. So I, th- I think he's obviously been, you know, in his kind of thoughts and Brendan Rodgers has said, well, this is what I want from a central defender and the two have married up and they've went for him. I still think, I know he had a shaky start in that that game, yeah. that cup game, but I I still think he would be like when good you, defender. When you, when you come up against Morton, fear will be pulsating through your body. He, um, <laughs> I would I would I would have him I would have him ahead of Lustig. I would have my head of Boyata in a back three. Yeah. I would have my head of Lustig. I'd have a head of Boyata, and Yozo I think is dead. Yeah. <laughs> he might is he? I he might be. He's not injured, is he? He's just nah, he's gone. No, nah, he's, he's, he's gone. I mean, he's That's the thing. He was in the plans for a back two. So what's happened that now he's not even making the, the you know, it's, selection it's, of a back three? It doesn't make sense. And then I do wonder what's happening sort of on a daily basis. You know, he's, <laughs> you, he's been seen every day. Is he just not up to it? A couple of things with Yozo. Either he... Uh, has there's you know he's made it clear that he doesn't want to be there and Brendan Rogers has maybe said well if you don't want to you know if you're not fully committed then I'm not going to pick you. I, I'm um, thinking about Compare here. Oh Compare, I'm thinking that you know he was a signing when we were pl- playing a back two. From, from the from the tweet, see from the see from the that article, um, uh, the quotes from Brendan Rogers make it sound like he's not part of the plans. It, now, yeah. you, you could, it, it's it's one of those, t- the quotes are, you could read them both ways, absolutely. 
I'm looking at it thinking he's got Aya there. He clearly likes the look of Jack Hendry. And Boyata's his boy. Now that's three. I don't think we'll play a back three. But he's not even getting on the bench. Uh, How's he not on the bench? Jozo's not on the bench either. I can understand Jozo not being on the bench. From what I've seen. But then then that's the thing that annoys me. What a waste of time getting this guy. See see if Jozo's completely out the squad because of mistakes. Why is Boyata not out the squad because of mistakes? I don't know if And why is Boyata going to start this game on Sunday when he made a colossal fuck up of the last one um, you know it, it's it, th- there's a lack I think there's a lack of consistency there because the two of them I would arg- I would say arguably that over the piece over the, the, the time at Celtic I would say that Yozo's been the better defender but that both had as many mistakes but I, somehow, I would disagree but I would say Boyata's the better defender but Boyata's made higher yeah, um, profile mistakes yep. higher profile mistakes I think Yozo's shown less general I think he really he promised a lot on Miller. Oh, I mean, I mean, is Miller landed yet yeah. I mean that's basically it. he's still up in orbit Glasgow Miller. airport has yeah. he landed yet fuck up because he wasn't playing very well before that <laughs> no. and then that guy made that wee cool music video thing which was really cool and I did watch it about 50 <laughs> times um, and you know he becomes a cult hero it's amazing what yeah. what makes you become a cult hero don't get me wrong anyone smashing into Kenny Miller is a hero to me overall but no I mean I just so I mean I can't see compare making for example I would have thought that Dundee at home midweek Wednesday would have been perfect to bring compare in and to not play Boyata because Boyata yep. you know if you want to keep Boyata for the because Boyata since he's came back in against Rangers he's you know not had a, had a rest so if you want to keep Boyata for Rangers or even the ha- Hamilton game I know it's a bad surface and everything I just think if Comper was going to be eased in this season that he would have been eased in in one of the two games over the last two games because there were not there's no pressure there um, the, the Dundee one specifically you're at home um Hamilton are one of the weakest teams in the league, you know. Yep. So I mean, to me, I I think that Ayer's ahead of him. I think that Boyata's ahead of him. I think you're right, Louis. I think that Hendry's clearly ahead of him. Lustig's ahead of him. Well, Ayer and Hendry should be the number two, uh, yeah. like the top two. They they have to be. But the, the Boyata, I mean, Conundrum. you 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 were saying about Yozo not being in the team because maybe he doesn't want to be there and he's not committed. Did Boyata just know? Reject a new contract. Boyata there was said, talk of him no signing a new contract. Well, Boyata's contracts are coming up, um, and he basically said he he loves it. He loves Celtic. He loves being at the club, but he's going to keep his options open because ultimately he wants to play in the Premier League. It's the <laughs> good s- luck. It, aye, it's the same. It's the same way Eric Sviachenko saying, yeah. "Oh, Celtic's such a great club, and it's such a hard place to play." But I'm glad I'm back in Denmark because I will ultimately use that as a platform to get to my dream of playing in the Premier League. If you think you can play in the Premier League, wee man, <laughs> not a hope. You're onto plums. <laughs> yeah. Plums. Anyway, oh, Eric. Um, before we get to the um, actual kind of games, the game coming up, and obviously we're going to do a, a review of the two. <laughs> we're half an hour in, we've not even spoken about a game yet. Like, well, you know, it's, we're, we're evolving as a podcast. We're talking about. We're Plus, talking the about games are really shit. Aye. Aye. Really awful. Can we just quickly, briefly? This talk is why about I'm pad- padding this podcast. <laughs> right, with give us stuff. some more filler. Anyway, so uh, here's some more filler for you, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Um, no, so I just want to talk about the obviously the SPFL fixtures, the Scottish Premiership fixtures, post split fixtures haven't. Well, let's have a quick check. I'm pretty sure they haven't been released. Um, 
Bl- okay, so they haven't been released. Uh, it's a bit of a disgrace, no, Dermot? Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's just a bit amateur, isn't it? Um, I mean, I think all of the kind of scaremongering if, if Celtic were going to win the league at Ibrox then it was going to be Parkhead or Parkhead uh, against Rangers it's yeah. going to be horrific uh, I, I don't see that really yeah, I mean it caused problems but that's you know something's got to be addressed kind of in society you know I mean they, they let the orange walks go on every yeah well somewhere you know and there's point. not kind of <laughs> they say I know there's an outcry against it but it still happens they get the Rangers fan march before the last uh yeah. game with like that kind of vile banner and people with balaclavas and the police, were, uh, the police yeah. marching along beside them but Celtic can't play Rangers in case they, they win the league. So um, I, I listened to BBC Sports Sound um, and uh, they made, they had Les Grey, retired former head of like Strathclyde yep. Police or whatever um, he had a bizarre interview where he basically said that uh, no he basically said that uh, one of the quotes is, um, "Would you let your ta- would you take your partner into town um, on the day of an old firm game?" And I think Michael Stewart went, "Aye, because we know which part you know you know yeah. where there's going to if there's going to be trouble or anything." And he went, "I wouldn't even leave my house." <laughs> this well, is one of the head that's a vote of confidence in policing then isn't it and uh, he, ba- he basically said that um, he's like uh, and I'm just kind of some quotes from, from I'm not going to give you the quotes but essentially what he said was I've been to a rugby match and uh, I've never seen any problems um, and there's that's drinking there rugby's pish so. nobody cares then he basically said um, so yeah, Michael Stewart went mm-hmm. well what's the difference if you know you can drink and he didn't want to say it's a class. He didn't say it was a class issue, but that's pretty much what he was saying. That rugby fans are middle class and they don't have any issues with any social issues, apparently. But Scott, um, football fans are why? Well, there's a whole class, class the, the issue. Right? Classes don't know what's good for them. That's yeah. this old typical patronising stuff. There have been issues in the past, uh, but I mean the thing that really annoyed me was uh, the Stuart McCall kind of. Uh, stuff he was hitting out with and if, if you read that interview it made it look like you know Scotland was just this horrific place you know that were Celtic and Rangers fans were all living in the dark ages and couldn't yeah. be trusted to do anything and you're like well wait a second that's not the reality but bad things do happen but you know, people are, are more responsible and actually just banning one game isn't really going any way to actually sorting any of these problems out, you know. But don't you, I mean, that's the thing though, like, so Rangers are second, um, they are, let's, let's not be around the bush, it's it's a big match, right, obviously. Oh, yeah. And so, don't you want that to be the, you, don't you want that to be on television? Don't you want that to be the thing, don't you want it to be a title decider? Don't you want, and by the way, it's not a title decider, the title's decided, yeah. it's a clincher. Um, but don't you want that? Don't is that, isn't that how you sell the game, Lou? Isn't that what you want? Or would you rather just not have it? No, <coughs> I'd no, I'd love it. But um, you know, there's only one. That, that, that this isn't uh, isn't a decider, as you say. Like they don't have a chance. Like we we would be going there to win the league. Or sorry, we would be having this game for us to win the league, which is different to a game where there's we're a potential. Both, yeah, we're both even on points, and you don't know yeah. which way it's going to go. So I think there is a bit of a difference there. They already know that 
if they come to Parkhead and we win the title, we're rubbing it in their face, and you know for a fact they're not, they're not going to be able to take it, and you know that then there's an increased chance of everything kick, kicking off. So I think I think that almost doesn't work in our favour. The ones that because I personally I would I would want it. So that, for obvious reasons, yeah. you know, I I would love to win it. Last old farm game. Them. Last old farm game. There was six arrests. Yeah, I, I suppose. See, since uh, the trouble when they basically won it against us, um, what was that that game? But Manchester happened since then as well that we're maybe forgetting about. And uh, so you're saying there's a problem with them? Well, I'm saying potentially the police are saying they, under no circumstances, do they want it possibly to happen. We have seen what happened at Manchester. Uh, We've seen what happened after the cup final against Hibs. Yeah, that as well. So there's, <laughs> there is. So what you're saying is, you should we should ban them from our stadium. No. And if you have a reason, just season ticket, you should have some sort of bug thing put on you, which means you can't leave your house or you'll be electrocuted and set on fire. No, I I think no? what's happening is that people aren't I'm saying what their fears are, and the fears are that Rangers fans are gonna. Behave badly. A, a certain section of because uh, what else have they got? What else have it? they fucking got to do? What yeah. else have they got to do other than lose it? Because they're, they they can't win anything. Even if they, you know, whatever this fixture is, see if we've already won it and they need to do a guard of honour and all that. I mean, they're going to turn up at Barkhead. We've already won the league. They're fighting a race against Aberdeen and Hibs. So when yeah. uh, if they do a roll of honour, sorry, guard of honour, um, <laughs> they well, sorry, miss slip. Um, it would be hilarious. They won't ever do that, though. But anyway, I just I thought listening to this 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 dinosaur Les Gray basically saying that um, Scottish people can't hold have a civilized drink. That was a quote he said. Um, and basically put it, but but putting it down. Essentially saying rugby fans are fine, football fans are fine. Join the dots. Um, just it's bullshit. Uh, some of the rumors on Twitter are that um, I've seen some fixture lists being retweeted and stuff um, for the the potential post split uh, lineups: Hibs away, Rangers at home, Hearts at ho- uh, Hearts away, Kelly at home, Aberdeen at home. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to drop points to Hibs, see but, if, uh, but we almost we almost lost to them last time yeah. at home. Let's see if Scott Brown get the boys together. Said right, lads, let's just. Let's just take a draw, so we can <laughs> so we can pump them and win it against them. Would you be up for it? No, I wouldn't. I'd fucking be up for it. I know you'd Let's be up for it. Let's do it. Come on, how no? And that huddle, no, no. Just play it, no, no. We're not in Italy in Syria in the nineteen nineties. You just don't decide. Ah, a bit of crack. We're gonna win it anyway. We might as well win it when we want. Do you think they would go out of their way to reschedule? If there was the potential well, that's what they're we doing, working, but if say we did uh, make oh, it so c- that we could, I, I, do you think they could kind of gerrymander it so that you know the Aberdeen game gets pushed forward or something? I don't think they could. I mean, that's just yeah. asking for. That's just. I think. Else. See if they come out and it's literally like the second last game. Yeah. I don't know if they can do uh, that. If they make it like the second last game, then clearly they're doing everything they, they can. Uh, if they make it the second game, I, th- I think there's a bit of risk. But that's yeah. why they're that, that is legitimately why they're, they're saying that the the fixtures aren't going to be released to Friday, potentially. I mean that's that that's how much they're pouring over. That When's idea. the first game? Uh, it was the twenty second. Twenty second. But let's get rid of the split. What a waste of time. 
I like the split. I quite oh, like no, the split. Let's expand the league and just play everyone twice. Get a 16 team league and let's I not play everyone four times. Do you know that's that is something it's a different we, thing? It's a different. No, that's a podcast we can legitimately mm. have where you know maybe in the, the summer when it's a bit quieter and we can kind of look at that. That's quite an interesting po- kind of point of view. Um, but essentially, um, I I was at the the 1990 uh, 1999 game and uh, whew, that was uh, that was mental. Um, Ryseth gets sent off. Uh, Mahi gets sent. Of course, Mahi gets yeah. sent off. Uh, I think Roth Wallace gets sent off as well. Yeah. And I remember because I remember my sister was like, "Oh, look at that!" And I looked up, and the guy <laughs> fell off the the, the over the, the top because um, it was wasn't just far up when we were. It was just it was mayhem. Um, and I'd love to see it again. I think that would be terrific. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm telling you, throw the Hibs game. Let's go for it. Throw the Hibs yeah. game. Uh, okay, so shall we talk about the actual games? Uh, we uh, we actually see if we give Hibs a point. We can't I know. give actually. It's no, because it would actually do do better to screw them over and all. It's yeah. an ideal scenario. Give us Hibs first. We now know Lennon and. Uh, Actually, Brendan our pals anyway, and then because <laughs> I want them to get fourth. I really want them to get fourth. See, um, I know nil. Okay, we're not conceding yep. anything. Yeah. Clean sheet. Yep. Hold on a minute. My thoughts Positives. are... Positives. <laughs> Positives, yeah. Just John McGinn has a terrific game. We let him play. We just yeah. take off. Even right. if we don't sign him, get his weak hang out. Play, uh, play we Dembele. We probably will only score anyway. Telling Cham to keep shooting for outside the box. We'll no score. Brilliant. We'll have to play well to draw against Dibs. Uh, I going in the last few games. That's what I was going to say. Like the fact yeah. is, um, our last I imagine he screwed us over and scored in the last <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> it's not WrestleMania. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not the... Uh, Okay, sorry. Uh, well, WrestleMania was at the weekend, so anyway. So I just want to talk about before we get to the uh, semi-final. We've played two games since the last podcast. Um, we played Hamilton at on Sunday there, uh, but before that we played Dundee at home. Um, on Wednesday, did you see that game yourself, Dermot? Yep. Um, what did you think of the said game, Dermot? Crap, <laughs> basically. Um, I guess just things have been so boring and kind of a bit down. I think, uh, yeah, a lack of energy, just going through the motions. Um, <clears throat> I suppose it makes you kind of thankful for the Rangers games in the way that you know there's there's so much on the line that you get excited about it. But Dundee and Hamilton, both games, I just thought, well. This is end of season fair, isn't it? Was it more than that though? Was it worrying? And I'm not, you know, if we look at the Dun, let's look at the Dundee lineup. Um, uh, Gordon came back. What does yeah. that say about Devries? Bain was suspended because not suspended. Bain was unavailable because he's on loan from Dundee. Um, but they rushed Gordon back. What does that say about Devries? I I think we know that about Devries, don't we? There's no reason that Bain's getting a game, yeah, and that's because of Devries, you know. Uh, Choc- mean, chocolate Devries, wrists, yeah. I mean, it's it's finished. It, sh- it should be for Celtic. Can chocolate wrists, like they melt under pressure. They bendy rubber wrists. Maybe yeah. that's a no. Good I prefer I chocolate. So, well, um, I think the the more interesting call c- comes at the weekend. 
Yeah, know? no, we'll, we'll get to the weekend, right? But I just want to, you know, the idea that, you know, the game before, Armstrong had so much energy and ran the show and he was terrific. And then we've got this game against Dundee at home. Armstrong starts along with your boy Tom. Uh, Brownie's obviously always there. Uh, Forrest Sinclair at Bailey. You look at that and you think, that's five creative players that really should be creating and we 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 really didn't in that in the game against Dundee how much of that was down to us and how much was that that was down to tactical masterstroke that is uh, the greatest manager <laughs> of all time Neil McCann I hate him <laughs> so much why I just really dis- despise him despise yeah. him you know his brother's a priest and he dyed his uh, lawn blue when he was at Rangers 100% true McCann did Neil McCann did I I know Ugh. Just a horrible week, I man. almost respect the fact I mean, If he's going to go to that side He completely bathes in it Like good for him almost Do you know what I mean Like, but see, but see yeah, I think if you assault a player though Admit what you've done Rather than getting all I, well, all, I didn't, I didn't touch him It was handbags And you're thing, like That whole thing a couple of weeks ago right. You've like, you just attacked him How did you he know? only get a two game ban I know exactly It was just Cause Unbelievable Because it, it was handbags Apparently It's all hand wringing and all that I Rubbing each other's knuckles but and all that nonsense. Okay, rubbing each other's knuckles. <laughs> what happens if Neil Lennon does that? Yeah, I mean he's probably six game ban uh, at least, but because McCann he, he gets away with it pretty much. I mean, aye, to not even get like a four game ban with two suspended or something. That's yeah. usually what happens to Lennon. He's got so many suspensions, two games, and you're you're <coughs> basically scrapping with an opposition player. That's mad, um, mad. But anyway, back to that game. It was absolutely. Turgid, horrible nonsense. Um, Next. I think it highlights the fact that our home perform her her home uh, record this season um, is bordering on Ronnie Dyla slash Tony Mowbray. Really, yeah. But the, the the bottom of the barrel in terms of it's not a huge surprise though, is it? Having watched the game since Christmas, yeah. I mean the absolute kind of lack of kind of creativity or going through the middle or carving teams open or actually creating decent chances I mean it, it's not been there the team haven't been performing and there's a few games that have given us a kind of glimmer of hope you know whether it's Zena or the Rangers game and I suppose we made a lot out of the Rangers game in reality you know I mean we scored our three shots and basically <laughs> kind of got out of jail you know um, uh, what, see what I I, I kind of tweeted earlier this week that um, or before the Dundee game is there's been so many times this season where we've looked I felt like we're about to kick on. So the Aberdeen game, um, when we beat them 3-0 at Patoji, was followed yeah. by two draws. Uh, at least, no, we drew the next game, definitely. I, I don't think it might have been two draws in a row. Um, I thought after the Aberdeen game, I was like, right, season starts now. Um, the Hearts game, uh, just in January, when we absolutely annihilated them 3-1, I thought, right, season kicks on now. Didn't really happen. The Zenit game, same again. And then the game... Um, not that that we covered last week in the podcast, um, Ross County. Sorry, um, it's just uh, and look. Here's the thing: we're we're called the ninety minute cynic. We look at we look at things with a little bit of a cynical view. Of course, we do. Um, we're not saying that Brendan Rodgers deserve. We want Brendan Rodgers sacked. We're not saying we want rid of all the players. What we're doing is we're not we're not living. We're not see, We're not going to kid on. We're, yeah, it's pish. We're not going to kid on what's happening. <laughs> isn't happening and we're not going to continually say we won a treble last season so oh how can you complain you can complain that's the, the nature of football you're allowed to 
grumble and moan and frankly if if things were great all of the time that would get boring too we're, we're, you have to highlight where we kind of dip in performance yeah and there, there seems to be a bit of a malaise setting this year and there's there, there's been a drop in tempo there's been a drop in excitement um and i even think it's the way even i think brendan rogers tone in his interviews and things like that, I don't think he sounds very upbeat. I think I, I think it's just qu- quite kind of yeah blah. See, see what I would say about Brendan Rodgers is I think he's going. I think he's working with these players daily. Right, they're going through these drills. They're setting up a specific way. Um, the players are looking at him, and the players are getting it. And then he sends that team out on a Saturday, and they just don't. Some of them just don't perform. Mm-hmm. I think it's more to do with the players. Would you agree with that, Dermot? I think so. I think uh, it's hard to be upbeat when you're watching those performances as a manager. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he's good in trying to pick out the positives uh, and kind of speak to the, the good things that happen. But I think he must have watched these games and thought, come on. I think he's just... But this is a wage bill. Yeah. View against them. Yeah, I mean, I you should be going out there and, and doing it. But then, you know, he, see if he does see that and he does feel that way, how has he let it go on a full season? Because that's nonsense. Yeah. He should have been able to do something about that, about this way before now. It's kind of difficult um, when you think about Sinclair, the drop in Sinclair's form. You're just expect, uh, you're just waiting for him to get back on. You think he's going to come you're back. You're just expecting him to kick. Dembele's not really... Dembele's up and down. Yeah, but, but there's but, but there's a whole general drop in, in just tempo. Just players going out and immediately not starting games fast fast mm-hmm. in any way not not you know remember last season when we were harassing people all over the pitch with pressing and packs and that doesn't happen anymore so that has to come from the manager um if the manager can't get these players i don't know I'd, I'd, and there's also i mean there is a change now is going three at the back and it's a different type of, it's more possession based it's always been possession based, but you know what I mean. We're kind of we're happy to have a lot of bodies in midfield and be passing it about, looking for for opportunities rather than. Yeah, I, I think last know, season uh, we kind of overwhelmed teams at pace. Yeah, I yeah. think we kind of had a really and a lot of that. Like, a lot of that was down to Scott Sinclair. Yeah. A lot of that was down to Scott Sinclair. A lot of that was down to Armstrong running in and behind uh, the strikers. Paddy Roberts. Paddy well. Roberts. So there are reasons um, that we're not performing. A, a lot of that, I honestly think this season has just been a, a cluster of a lot of different things. Um, doesn't make it any less disappointing. And you know, you can't, there are people who sit, here and say, ah, don't criticise Celtic, I'm never going to criticise Celtic. Well, that's absolutely fine. If you don't want to criticise Celtic, if if you're happy with a level of... Bottom line is, it's not fun to watch. The Hamilton game, I mean, the Hamilton game was really just dire. Uh, we won the game, which was the most important thing. We say this every week. We're getting to the point now where we're kind of repeating ourselves. Um, I would say that this season is now just about getting over the line. Yep, that's what it's turned into. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say something, and I know I'm going to get abuse for it, but fuck it, I'm going to say it anyway. Go on. Rogers out. No. <laughs> Lennon in. No. No. Um, do you think that if we win the treble this year, it in any way can it 
lessens the achievement of last year. Now, I know it sounds mental because we were unbeaten and, and I know one can't affect the other. But do you know what I mean in terms of if we win this and we've been so pish, it kind of makes winning a treble not quite as out there and far-reaching. Because well, we do it twice in a row. Last season, yes, we were, we were brilliant. And what a, you know, we'll never get a season like that again. If we then go and win a treble this year, when we have been so kind of under par, certainly by those standards, does it kind of make a treble less meaningful? I don't know that it does. I think the big uh, wonder for me was that Dyla didn't manage to win the treble. Aye. You know, prior to this, I think the treble has been really achievable for us the last couple well, of years, but, but, and it's been just disappointing we hadn't done but, it. Put it, put it this way, then. Put it this way. Maybe a better way of putting it. Do you think it will be as celebrated this treble as last was? No, no. I think people will try and play off the idea that we've done a treble. <clears throat> Here's a couple of things, by the way. There'll be a DVD. Firstly, um, it'll be a shite watch. But <laughs> we've not done anything yet. We've we've won the league cup. We've the league's not confirmed. It will be, but it's not been confirmed yet. And we've got we're only in the semi-finals of the Scottish Cup. Now, the fact of the matter what are you is, to say? But no, the fact of the matter is, it's in the bag, Chris. Come on. Did you watch the Scottish Cup final last year? <laughs> Did we what we last year we watched the Scottish Cup final? It was one of the f- if nothing else entertaining, funnest. G- the Scottish Cup funnest. final last year. Apart from dealing against, it was. You know. that was that moment that goal went in. I was in Dublin, and I mean France ended up on the floor at the other side of the pub. We both lost a shoe. That was the greatest moment I think in. The whole time I've supported Celtic and right. just pure euphoria. Yeah, okay, okay, and you look at that, right? So you're talking about we didn't win, we didn't turn up and win that cup final three 0 We didn't, we did, we didn't just walk the cup final. My fact mm-hmm. is, if let's say it's Aberdeen, like let's say for sake of argument, it's Aberdeen, right? We get to cup final and it's Aberdeen. Is it going to be that much different from last year? Probably not. It's probably going to be a really, really tough final. Well, we beat them. I, I, I'm, I would always back Celtic. Yeah, see, we're talking about it as if we're in the final. I know. <laughs> no, that's, that's the other thing. thing we, you know, you're trying to say? I'm just, I've just got a horrible feeling. See, before these games, I do get... I start to panic. I know I shouldn't, but... You know... We'll get to the panic in a second. They can't be that bad. <laughs> again. They uh, can't. We'll get, we'll get to that in a second. Uh the Celtic hit Hamilton game, terrific goal by um, McGregor. Dermot, are, do we still undervalue McGregor? I think we do. I think McGregor's a great player. Uh, I think he's, he's just unlucky that what some of the other players in that midfield and that kind of position can bring to it in terms of their sort of individual moments of genius. He's maybe not got that, that kind of flair, but uh, um, he puts a terrific shift in for Celtic. Uh, to a really high standard, really technically proficient, um, I, th- I think it is massively undervalued. Um, Lou, your thoughts on that? Uh, <coughs> Does Dermot raise a good point about him not maybe having that little bit of sheer brilliance that maybe Roger has or Roberts yeah. has or even Armstrong at times has? Is that maybe the little spark that's maybe missing from him? Yeah, I think um, yeah, I think that's probably fair. He doesn't quite have the X factor, but he's oh, you know, I like that. He's um, good work. You he, should have been proud of yourself for that one. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. A good one. Um, but he, he has everything else, and he does his job really, really well. And I still think he's arguably one of you know top three or four players in terms of technique. 
you know his technical ability and when he, I mean his his feet sometimes when he, you know he, he receives the ball in tight areas doesn't really lose it always finds a man and he's um, he does his best work in the middle of the pitch though and that's where the, a couple of times there he was being pushed out wide and mm-hmm. he, he's not as effective but in tight areas and driving it I mean he's brilliant on a half turn like Rogic is try, he can receive the ball immediately turn and drive at opposition players and I th- you know him missing from that team also I think you are saying earlier about Paddy not being there and Sinclair not yeah. being in form and all that you know, McGregor as well. I mean, McGregor's someone who runs at players. He, he's not always willing just to, you know, play it sideways. He tries to move the team up the pitch, and I think we need more players like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it's, you know, we've spoken so much about McGregor over the years, but um, I think he absolutely deserves to be in that squad, and he's a very important part of it. Um, good to see Tierney back. Um, I was personally, I, th- I was a little bit surprised he came back to that pitch, but um, he's a warrior. Yep, he has the voice. Sorry, the X factor. And t- <sighs> yeah, no, yeah, good. Thinking. No, no it was bad. Mind. Should I leave? Yeah, yep, I'll go. Um, Dermot, was it sending off? Aye, I think it was. I think he was absolutely wiped out for the yellow card. Yep, and uh, you see the guy went from when ten, you know, and made contact. Uh, we were talking about it before. Lou, you were saying you think Tim was maybe a bit clever with it. I kind of agree. I think he was, but. I complain when sometimes Celtic players aren't that yeah. wee bit clever, you know. And I think Tierney's one of these guys that takes some amount of punishment over the last couple of seasons and just keeps on getting back up. So when the challenges are actually happening off the ball, I don't think he. I mean, that's a good, another good point. It was an off the ball. He deserves a bit of protection, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the the, the first one, considering you know, it was the same two players in both instances. Yeah. The first one definitely a yellow. So Tierney's already been uh, been clattered into for a challenge, and then. You know the boy putting his his hand around Tierney's kind of neck, reaching back, and you know the way it was. He was giving the referee a decision to make. I do think Tierney was clever in terms of he knew what he was doing when he when he went to ground. You know what I mean? In the way that he did, um, I don't think it would possibly have been enough to deck him. You know what I mean? But I think Tierney's obviously been clever with it. But I agree with you. Why? Why wouldn't he be when he's just been clattered into two minutes? I mean, last season he was elbowed in the face several times, and that never happened. To yeah, the guy. exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, and it was just a fair game. Just have a swing at him. Yeah, he's, uh, he's there to to be hit. He gets yeah. it week in, week out. Some of the challenges in Tierney are disgraceful. Someone I did see someone tweet that I can't remember who it was for the life of me, but um, that Tierney, even though he is fouled sometimes, um, does kind of be outlandish a little bit. Where he's he d- does get fouled, but he does kind of make the most of it. Do you agree with that? Well, consistently, Tierney. Uh-huh. I don't really think so. No, I, I don't. I, I think I don't I know what the guy. So. I don't know yeah, what, know what don't. the guy's saying. But there's some people who think that. I, I disagree. I, I think, think Tierney gets wiped out on a regular basis. Will it I think Tierney you know? is um, absolutely needs protection in this. Right. Like, I was saying to my dad on, on on Sunday in the pub. I was like, you know, these, he keeps getting hit. He keeps being the the focal point of their. Um, off the ball attacks, yep. um, late late lunges, etc. Um, more so than Brown, weirdly. Yep. Um, and part of me is like, you know, see for his own fucking good. Maybe he should yeah. just leave because you know it's one of those things where he's being targeted, and yep. um, 
it's not it's not fun and it's not good. Um, quick question, Dermot. This is for you. Um, this is from Tommy Corns. Uh, Wowie Zowie is my least favorite pavement album. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. Okay, t- I get it. Agreed. Grounded, um, Tommy, kennel district. Do, kennel, yep, do better. Yeah, you're up by the rush. What yeah. are you on about, mate? Unbelievable. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, right. Okay, so we've got some questions because we're going to get... Well, actually, here's a question for you from Daniel uh, McGowan, one of the um, 90 Minutes cynic, uh, cynical um, writers. And this is quite interesting. Louis, is Jack Henry Lustig's replacement? Nope. Terrific. So, maybe... <laughs> no, well, I think the idea that uh, he's played right back a couple of times, he's playing right side of a back three... Right side of a three, yes, but I wouldn't want to see him at right he's, back. He's not a right back. I don't think he's a right back either. He's not pace for right back. No, I, I absolutely don't, but it's not like we've not seen players being played out of position in the past oh, yeah. or I, tried to be developed into a position that they shouldn't be. So I think what Daniel's saying is, you know, can we... Is it the type of thing where you'd he might just start playing him there to see if he's good, if that's his position? I think you waste him if you do that. I think he's definitely a centre-back. Yeah. Uh, I quite like him getting game time. I don't mind you know people playing at a position a bit so they're actually getting a game and you know they're in the team. But, I mean, for Celtic's own... Celtic and his good, you know, Celtic need a proper right-back that can fly up that wing uh, and team needs to be playing centre-half. Yeah, absolutely. His, his name is Raul Chops. Oh, oh, I don't think it is. Oh, it is. oh I don't. Think I, ju- <laughs> I, I, I just want to see for a, a, a few games. Ralston, <laughs> Hendry, Ayer, Tierney. I think that'd be terrific. Didn't we see mm. that? We didn't see Hendry because he the Kilmarnock no, game. He wasn't there in the Kilmarnock yeah. game where Tierney was captain. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. No. Ra- we saw it with Ralston. Ra- Oh, it was a back three that day, it was I was right it was probably Ralston Tierney and um I uh Ben the Tim asks is Charlie Massonda the replacement for Patrick Roberts or do you see him playing more infield next season as a possible replacement for Stuart Armstrong Dermo um I can I think they're two different aye different players but also Paddy Roberts replacement seems to have been James Forrest coming on to a game Oof. so interesting uh Aye, Musonda, I'm puzzled by Musonda how little game time he's had. What do you think the difference is between Paddy and Musonda? In terms of? You just said you think they're different players. What's the difference? No, no, um, I think Armstrong and Musonda are different players. Aye. Oh, Armstrong and Musonda? Yeah. Oh, aye, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think Musonda. Sorry, I thought you were saying that Musonda was a replacement for well, Paddy. The way I see. You know, we don't know. Still, we just don't know about Misonda yet. Um, he's he's played more games for Chelsea this season than he has for us. So I think he'll be very time. disappointed. What was the point of coming up here? Well, it's, it's, an, it's an eighteen-month loan deal, right? Yeah. So basically, essentially, it's going to be a year. It's going to be a loan deal for a season because he's had no game time at this point. He's probably not. Then again, I mean, he, he's the guy who set up the winner for Zen, in the Zenit game. So you know, that alone yeah. is worth. You know, yeah. Even though we didn't go through in the second second leg, disappointingly, but that alone to me is worth him coming up. From his point of view, though, he obviously thought he was going to come up here and get get games. You know, especially after the year before playing in La Liga. Yeah. You know, you probably learn a hell of a lot more playing in La Liga (laughs) for twenty five games than you do for playing ten games a season for Celtic. I don't know if they just want him to come up here to get used to the physicality of it, or but I think Brendan said that he'll he'll leave. You know, um, 
next season we'll see the best of him. He'll leave a far better player. Can guarantee that he will be a huge part of the squad next season, which is fair enough. Um, but I, it's frustrating. There's a lot of frustrating parts to to everything that's went on this season. Um, I think it, <coughs> I think he will be interesting to see. I could see him. I could see him potentially. Oh, here we go. He's uh-huh. done his eyes thing. What we potentially what? I, I think he's definitely the Paddy replacement. I think but he probably. I think, I think, he, probably I think is. he could potentially be playing number ten next season. Oh my, g- Louis! When when what are you, yes, what are you trying to say, Louis? What are you trying to say? If if for some horrible fucking decision that Tam was to leave, or if Tam had a period of abs- absence. Just abstinence. <laughs> aye, abstinence. Yeah. Nah, he's not getting that. Yeah. Uh, absence. Then I could see him. I, I, I could see Masonda being a number ten before I could see Paddy being a number ten because I prefer Paddy out wide, I isolating think, people. I don't think Patrick will be here next season. Oh no! Oh no! No. Um, but would any of us really mind? I would. I would fucking massively. Be, uh, really? I, I would break I, the bank to keep Paddy I, Roberts. Honestly, I, I would. I would. Outstanding. See the money we get from Virgil Van Dyke, which is what I reported eight point five million. You take that, you add two million, and you say to Man City, "There's ten million. There's our yep. money back. Geez him, geez him." It's uh, been so disappointing that he's, he get injured this season. He's just so electrifying. Yeah, he's he's a, he's. A, and by the way, I think Tam is as well. I know, like you and Samani have a thing, right? I love them both. I think they're both terrific. They both get completely different qualities. They both play in completely different positions. I have no idea why you're knocking heads. And, you know, it's because of you. I think the difference is uh, Paddy could play number 10 quite easily. That's, well a, that's, in an, his career. E- that's an excellent point. And Tam. Paddy, also, no turns, Paddy also turns up in the Champions League as well, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, look at the wee Tam, look, yeah. he's a delusional man. <laughs> Tam is the absolute greatest. <laughs> Tam delivers. Tam delivers. I love Tam. I love Tam. Tam one is our driver. That's the postman. That's his new nickname. Aye. Tam delivers. Just the always delivers. You know. The postman. Paddy done. We have to start doing. We, we have to start doing this now. When's Paddy got to turn the postman? Up? Is copyright of ninety minutes in it? Um, <laughs> he always delivers. He always pa- delivers. When's Paddy got to turn up this season? That's what I want to know. Uh, is it going to be? He turned up. Well, he, he, turned he turned up at the weekend. He was terrific. He was terrific. Dance past folk. He knocked fuck people in that. Oh, Paddy had a good game. No, Paddy had a good game. He did nothing. He did. Oh, he's better than half the he game. He flirted with a box a couple of times. Tam's with that, it? Just like you flirt with Tam. Anyway, um, regarding Tam scored three goals in three games, though. Aye, and look, he was he wasn't even happy. <laughs> but, oh no, he said, he's a odd delusional man. Um, right, okay, that brings us on to the the semi final. So the semi final. On Sunday, two fifteen kickoff. Uh, the national, the national stadium, Ugh. Hamden Park. What a, a horrible place! The toilet, as we call it. Copyright ninety minutes in it. Disgusting. See, every every time you say something, you just say copyright ninety minutes in it. Afterwards, right? So we get to keep it. And we can print t-shirts and all that. Uh, copyright French Eddie. Sorry. Um, so <laughs> the French fact- Eddie was ours. Aye, that was. I got bumped. Anyway, um, so. We've got, okay, just initial thoughts about the game. I'll start with, because I know you're shiting yourself there, Louis, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your kind of thoughts on, how are you feeling just now? I'm, f- I'm feeling good, feeling feeling confident. Confident. Um, I wasn't actually confident in the last game, um, going into it, but I'm, I'm I'm confident about this one. I think that the, the previous game, the 3-2 game, um, really, for me, 
you know, that was the game where they really had a chance. Um, all the hype before the game, um, they really believed that they were going to win it, and I think belief plays a massive part in these games. Yeah, um, they had the belief, but they were pish, and and they really weren't very good. And then in the games subsequently, they've been pish, and I I look at their team, and I really don't think I don't I really think it's quite poor actually and I don't think there's a lot there that can hurt us um, I think that was a huge win for us in, in the manner that we've done it and, yeah. and French Eddie scoring the winner in the way he did um, you know going into this one I think I think we're going to put on a bit of a show this weekend okay. I think we are this could be one of the we're clicking games the clicking this could be an Aberdeen it could be a Bayern Munich at home. It could be a Zenit St Petersburg at home. Zenit St Petersburg at home. I think. I think this could be the one. Dermot, your expectations? I'm just wondering what games recently make you think that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I kind of think the main, the main thing I took from the last game was that they're pretty crap. Not that we turned up really massively strongly. We we were really poor. We gave them their their goals, uh, and it. Just ham the our, our strikers put the ball in the net, which yeah. they hadn't been doing previous to that. Uh, I think recently we've we've not been shown any kind of sign of putting on a show against teams with you know I mean that aren't as good as Rangers really. Uh, but then it is one of those games, and sometimes players do raise their game for a yeah. I think it's for the occasion. I think it's motivation. I think this is you know these next two cup games to win the treble. These yeah. are the only games that are left for them. These are the only games that they're really going to get up for. Oh, the I league games, playing Motherwell and playing Dundee. They but don't it's hard to switch shit. it on. See if you're in the run of form and you're playing and you're yeah. clicking. You're playing to that standard. Uh, but I, 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 I think, think we're good enough that we can turn it off and then turn it on. But I think we can turn it on for them. I think I think those players love beating them. You see the celebrations. You Why know, haven't they Griffiths with a flag, Lustig in the crowd. They, as a group, love beating Rangers. And I think... You're at a cup semi-final. You've just played them a matter of weeks ago. You know what level they're at. I, I mean, I, I, I totally get that. And I think they do. The desire and the passion's there to win it. But I don't think the desire and the passion's what makes French Eddie's shot curl into the corner. Whereas the rest of the games, they're flying over the bar or something. You know what I mean? It's See, what, the way I would, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of phrase it is, we've been very disappointing in all of the old form games this season. Sorry. Fuck. Um, yeah. all Get of, out. Yeah. I must leave. Um, that is not copyrighted. No, we've been very, very... And it's just because old firm has just pumped into your brain and yeah. every single media outlet you see. Sorry, that was a slip of the tongue. Um, every Glasgow derby, every game against Rangers this season, we've been disappointing. Um, because we almost don't have to get out of second gear. Um, the one time where we did almost blow up was at you know New Year, where yep. how they didn't at least score in that game. Who knows what would have happened if they'd scored? But Gordon made, and again, this is the other point. Craig Gordon made some terrific, terrific yeah. saves in that game. Um, we forget Morelos missed that setter. Yeah, Morelos misses that setter. It goes to two goal, each. You, you know, know. Um, and this is where you think to yourself, we can't play uh, us playing playing second gear. We're still beating them even with ten men. Yep. So if, as Louis says, we turn up, I mean, 
there's a couple of things. Firstly, we are going to do them again at some point. So whether it's yeah, the league this game this it. season or whether it's here, I'd pre- much prefer it to be here at Hamden and actually put a marker down and say, you think you're close to us? You're absolutely no fucking where near close to us. Yeah. Um, no matter what you say about any of this... No matter what you say about Dembele, he always turns up in these games. Yeah. He's he he's been terrific in almost every single game he's, he's played against Rangers. We'll come to that. Okay. Um, having said that, at the same time, Griffiths is get Griffiths is driven by. Uh, <laughs> Griffiths is just driven, and these games are perfect for him. Um, so uh, it leads me to we've got some questions. You're right. You mentioned this earlier. You, we've got some decisions to make. Um, However, before we get to the Celtic team, I'm going to just give you a little kind of lowdown on what's been happening with the Rangers team. The team that won uh, 4-0 um, against a Dundee team that we couldn't beat because uh, Neil McCann's a tactical genius. Um, so the team that played against um, Dundee, they played a 4-2-3-1 formation. Um, and let me just get the team up. Excuse me. Uh, this all comes down to the fact that Kenny Miller played. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the idea of facing Kenny Miller um, over Morelish, for example? I don't like Kenny Miller playing against us. I think he's quite clever and snide in his own way. Yeah, uh, he's one of these players that it seems to stuff seems to happen for him. Uh, he probably gets away with more. From but he gets referees. to bounce the ball. He does every every time. time. To be honest, I didn't like playing against Morelish in the last game. I thought he caused our centre halves a, a hell of a lot of trouble. I mean, it's just a wee thug, but yeah. he does that role very well uh, and causes a bit of chaos. Uh, I mean, if he could finish, he'd be a, a half decent player. You know, what I mean, well, there's, really a reason he's a, he's, there's a reason he's at Rangers. Yeah, and it's it's that. Um, let me just kind of sorry. Uh, so the team that kind of played uh, against Dundee the weekend. Uh, uh, John, Martin, McCory, Tavernier. Um, so there was a back four. Dorans, Doherty sat in midfield. Um, see, Goss seems to have dropped off as soon as Dorans yep. has came back. Um, and Goss didn't have a particularly great game against us previously. Uh, then there was a three, so it was four, two, three, one. It was Murphy, Miller sitting in basically the number 10 role. Um, Candias with Morelis up front. And then, interestingly enough, their front four all scored. So they're spreading the goals about a little bit. Um, Miller, for them, does it make a difference, really? Or do you think? Nah, cheat. He'll get dominated off a of brown enemy, so who cares? Um, I, I, I hope he plays. I think if he plays... <laughs> I really don't. I, 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 <laughs> I think if he plays, it will be hilarious. Um Morelos takes care of himself. He's just a dafty. He, he, I really you can't, you can't say that you can't say that there's not. He doesn't have something about him. No, no. I, I, listen, he'll have chances. He'll definitely have chances. Um, I just don't think he'll take them. Um, and then you know their best player there for a while in, in the lead up to the last game was Windass. Windass is obviously injured just now. Probably not going to make a game at the weekend. Um, but he's been absolutely dire since <coughs> since we played them. He was rubbish in that game, and then since then, the fans are totally against him. From what I've I've read in the paper mm-hmm. and stuff, they seem to be slating him for disappearing in games. Um, Candias is a good Murph- player. Yeah, Candias yeah. is great at getting balls into the box. We need to stop that. 
Um, so he's a threat, and his pace is a threat as well. Uh, and Murphy, eh? I don't, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm. I, I think. I think if you if you stop Candace and Murphy, you've stopped Rangers, as far as I'm concerned. Um, That's because yeah. because yeah. I don't think even Tavernier, from what I've seen, and I've, to be fair, I've seen very little. I don't think he even goes as fo- forward as much. Um, because they've got them in the wide areas, so I think you stop them. You've got quite an interesting kind of central pair with uh, Dorans and Doherty, though. Yeah, uh, Dorans. I think is uh, sorry, Doherty's uh, still a little bit. He, he. I think I, I like Doherty. I think he's a good yep. player. I do think though that the last game really overwhelmed them. Aye, but I don't. He didn't have Dorans in there with him. That's another good and point. I think Dorans is a, a bit of a player. You know what I mean? I don't think he'd get a game for us, but. I mean, he's he's played in big games before. He knows what he's doing. He's a total. He looks like a bit of a professional kind of player, you know. And yeah, he's probably the right guy for them to have in beside Docherty to sort of play through this game. I think he's uh, the, the the guy who could kind of almost lead him through it and guide him yeah, through it in a way. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to win, but I'm just disappointed that we've been so poor recently, poor. and they could find something. I mean, they've got nothing else to play for. Again, this is our cup final is, again, oh, isn't have, it? They have, though, Dermot. They've, I, I they've not, though. If they beat us, then Kamarnock are only seven points behind them. Aye, but I mean, I'm talking in terms of winning a trophy. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, want to win the Scottish Cup. They need to finish second. And if they don't. So, the, I, I get what you're saying I, about I, this is their last chance to win a trophy, but see if they finish third. Do th- they need to finish second? Yeah, unless Aberdeen. Uh, unless. Well. If we I, I don't see what difference it makes, you know. Well, there's two hundred and fifty thousand pounds difference between finishing second and finishing. Aye, but I think th- but that's a lot of money to them. I, but it's pride. It does, but it's they, pride. They can get that money covered. I, I, think, I think at the same time, I, I don't I, think it's going to put them yeah, out of business. I, I think they. Al- I think no, they yeah. already. I, I think psychologically, they they've been so damaged psychologically by getting beat. That's what Murphy said two. as well. I, I think. They already know that they're not going to win this game at the weekend. Oh, no, I, I think that does a disservice to players that are going to want to win. You know what I mean? Okay, so like Dorans didn't play the last game. Uh, Dorcott is maybe disappointed about how, how it went. He's going to be out and saying, right, but what? We've got a chance to win the cup here. They're going to go at us and actually put put on a show. And they're going to they'll be told beforehand. Don't worry, the refs on your side. Kenny Miller will be there cup- whipping them. Up, uh, I I I think you. Know, I, I actually agree with you. Um, what I would say though is. They think, and again, this all of this doesn't really matter. All because if Celtic turn up and are in purring, if Celtic turn up, first goal because yeah. they capitulate, they will absolutely capitulate. That is true as well. We, the problem was last time the first goal that went in was in for, it was them. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I know, but, they, <laughs> but, but and we're going to be going out with Boyata again, and I, I think you can be too confident going into these. Games. I think we, you we can as well destroy them, but I, but, but, I, I but again, all of this is moot if Celtic turn up. And yeah. are actually have Celtic put in a performance because they're expecting that from the last four games, right? Celtic haven't really done anything. They've not really got a first, first second, second gear, right? So a lot of their players are still exp- if 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 they think they they think they can compete us at second gear, they can't compete at us when we're full, in, a, in a full flow. And this is where personnel comes into it. So I want to hear what your teams are, and I'm going to ask you a question each: Gordon or Bain, Louis, Bain. Gordon. I would go Gordon as well. Okay. Um, Jack Hendry's not available for this game. Because he's oh, cup-tied. Cup tied? 
Right. So Jack Hay- oh yeah, did you not realise that? No, I didn't know. Um actually that was uh I saw someone tweet the twenty minute Tims and uh so the twenty minute Tims uh put Kendry and their team so thanks for the heads up. The heads thanks, up. Trips. Aye, um, like I knew that all along. It's it, I fucking didn't. <laughs> it's just the basic rules of the cup. It's the rules <laughs> of the cup. Uh, do you think we're going to play a back four or a back three? Oh, back three, it's got to be. Yeah. So who's your back three then, Lou? Well, hold on till I get all the defenders up on the screen so that I can try and figure it out. Um, so the back three... Simple homework, there. Simple well, homework. Yeah. I'm, I'm of course going to play my man Boyata. What a rocket. <laughs> rocket the back. Um... Jeez, uh, it's compare coming. <laughs> it's compare available. <laughs> this is why it was bought. Yeah, I, I think I personally think we'll play a back four. I think we'll go Lustig, Ayer, Boyata, and uh, Tierney. I think that's where it'll be. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's what we done up to very recently. You know, yeah. formation they know and they're used to. Um, we're, I, short, I, we're short of another centre half and would he really want to put Tierney well, jo- in there? I mean you're saying we're short Jozo is available Jozo's there Yeah He's not going to put he's not going to put Comper in right he's right. absolutely not going to put Comper in but you know Jozo potentially he's not going to drop out he's not it's going to be Ayer and Boyata Yeah If you go back three potentially it's going to be Ayer, Boyata and Lustig but he won't I think he'll go back four and it'll be Lustig, Tierney Boyata, Ayer Gordon at the back. Um, with that, is that how you would line up if it was you, Louis, if you were the manager? I'd, I think because they've been playing th- this system recently, I think you would have to go three at the back. So you would go... So l- I would go... Lustig. Lustig, Aya, Boyata. You look really worried. Are you okay? <laughs> I... All of a sudden, you, you went from being really confident to really shit. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. There, I was just thinking about maybe Tierney coming back, but no, I, I would probably go. My, my only worry is, it's Lustig being isolated on that side against Murphy against somebody with pace. That, yeah. that really worries me. Um, you know, do you could you go higher on that right hand side because he played right back pretty much. Right back in the the game a few weeks ago, do you play him on the right, and then Boyata in the middle and Tierney in the left, and then have Lustig out wide? Eh, sorry, Sinclair out wide on the left, further up the pitch where Tierney's been playing recently. Possibly, eh, you've then got an extra attacker because then for, you know further forward in the pitch. I don't, I don't know. It's a bit of a and and yet I don't know if this sounds daft, but. I wouldn't have naturally have just assumed that Hendry was going to start either because he never even started that that game a few weeks ago. What was the back? What was the defenders in that game? Simunovic, Boyata, Simunovic. and uh, Ayer, wasn't no. it? Against Rangers. Yeah, Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so Ayer got caught out a couple of times, did he, against yeah. Murphy? Kind of early on. Well, Murphy wasn't playing, was he? Against aye, he aye. played against us. Aye, that's. There was a few times there was a wee bit kind of. Isolated, but again, I, you know, Ayer is still young. Ayer yeah. still learning the position. I'm okay with guys oh, yeah. like Ayer and Henry making yeah. mistakes, um, because as long as they learn from them, as I said all along, you know, 28 year old Boyata making the same mistake over and over again, you can't. Yeah. it's going to keep happening because simply he's not going to improve. Uh, you know, L- L- Lustig can can come in 
and give you a good game. He can give you a performance. So, you know, Lustig, I'm going to go Lustig. Well, thank, thank you very Boyata. much. We, we appreciate that. Myself and Lustig, <laughs> we're very proud that you've decided to allow us to play. Thank you very much. No um, midfield, um, I guess you you would go four two three one essentially. Or, uh, sorry, you're going three at the back. I'm going three at the back. Yeah. Okay, so you're going three so at the back. So it's basically three, two, four, one. Well, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a four in it. So you've got Tierney, Brown, and Cham, and Forrest. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then ahead of and Cham and Brown, I would have um, Tam and McGregor. So McGregor's in the sort of the hole almost in that in that channel. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would have I would have McGregor in there instead of Sinclair. So it was Sinclair and McGregor at the weekend. I would have so Tam coming in for Sinclair essentially. So Tam and McGregor. What about that? You would you be happy with that? Obviously, uh, to go through it again, Tierney, Brown, and Cham, Forrest. Aye, I mean it's it's good, and uh, Tierney offers you kind of. Everything. Aye, you can go forward and he'll defend solidly as well. So I, I quite like. It. I, I wonder if it will be a, a four five one though. I think it's going to be four two three one, and yeah. I, this is who I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be uh, the back four. I said Brown Mr. and then Cham. Yep. Um, Pat Pat Roberts. Mm-hmm. Armstrong and Sinclair. I don't think Tam will start. Yep. You don't. You don't think Tam will start? No. I think he'll go for. Ar- I think he'll go. He'll go Armstrong in there. He potentially might go Armstrong, Brown, and McGregor. That trifecta. Is Forrest fit? Forrest fit. Yep. Yeah, Forrest, so. Forrest. See if you see if you're going to play Lustig, you have to play Forrest. Yeah, I, to. Uh, I don't Why? think you do because Forrest can there's track this, back. There's this myth that yeah. Forrest tracks back. Yeah. Forrest doesn't. Forrest just oh, goes back balls. and stands. He has done it. He has done it time and time again. He's better than he this used to be. But I don't think he offers you. I don't get Pat, Pat Roberts tracks back more than you think. Yeah, he's just not very good when he tracks back. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is what I Forrest, think Forrest is. Oh, either, to be honest, on. Pat can he do everything? He can. He's the, he can play in goals oh, if he wants. Yeah. Uh, not it, I think I think obviously see the difference between us Celtic and Rangers is we literally have two quality players in every position. And so apart from right back. Apart from right back, fair enough. But um centre half. And left back. Yep. We've Great got some wing. good players. <laughs> we've got some good players. Now but the point is we've got so many options. Yep. Um I would want to see Armstrong play in this game, for example. Uh, but then again I would like to see Tam play as well. I'd like Armstrong, Tam and Pat to play. Part of me thinks we should just right, so hold on. No, go no, through, go through your team again, please. Oh, no, no, no. He, here's here's what I think. Here's I know what we're going to play. We're going to play four. No, no, no. One. I want what you want. What I, what I want. Aye. Part of me. You're, want, you're the manager. Who do you pick? Part of me. Well, give me the whole. If you let me. <laughs> part of me wants to do, to do like an absolute given part. Yeah. Blitzkrieg. And just wants to absolutely smash yeah. them with quality. Fuck all this. Oh well, you know they, they may play this. If you've got play, better players in, the, in that position than Thingy, I would play if given the opportunity. Pat Roberts, Tom Rogic. No, no, going to run through the whole team again. I need to get this into my head. All right, okay, so, like, so from goalkeeper all the way up. Who I would play? Yeah, Chris Gallagher. 
Yes. Uh, back three of uh, Lustig, Boyata and Ayer. Correct. One sitting midfielder being Scott Brown. Uh, two midfield... Um, so basically three, one and then a line of Armstrong, Pat Roberts and uh, Musonda. Yep. Tom Rodgers... No, no, that's the point, no. Part yep. of me... You know, I, I do think... No, Oh no, Tierney, sorry, instead of Missonda, I just I panicked and shot myself. <laughs> no, Tierney. What's going on? I, I just went, ah, no, obviously Tierney. Um, so Tierney, um, Roberts, uh, Brown, Armstrong, Rogic, Bell, um, Dembele. The known, known champ. You're a player no. shot there, you know? Yeah. No, no. That, uh, Brown, three, five, one. Armstrong, 3-4-5, aye, so yeah, Brown, yeah. Armstrong, Rogic, Tierney. And Roberts. So is that a three, five, <laughs> one, one kind of? Or? Aye, pretty much. Yeah. The, the the fact the fact the fact is, I would just I know that it's a it's a it's a semi final, so you have to have a little bit. See, so the, you've been playing Cham. I I love Cham. I think he's arguably our best midfielder of the season. I would just go complete pace and technique. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I'd blow them away with the technique's dripping off it, boy. I, lo- I love, listen, I love Cham. I love Cham. I think he's terrific. But in this in this situation, I just I would like to be able to fit in uh, Rogic and Roberts and Armstrong and Brown. I'm just naming the players. Armstrong's, it's funny, Armstrong's the one that I would. I don't think he's quite done enough to. He's not back in my good book. Aye, you're right. He's I'd, been pushing one good game. Do you know what? Aye, to, uh, switch Armstrong and uh, and Cham. But yeah. just giving Cham a free roll. See, I'm fucking a maverick. Yeah. I'm giving them whatever. I, just I think so, see if you've got Paddy Roberts uh, playing, you're always going to be in my shout. He's that good. See, to be, see, to be fair, see, but uh, see because it's a see because it's a semi final at uh, the National Stadium. I would be a little bit more disciplined and a bit more rigid in terms of the personnel, a bit more balanced. See the game at Park- <laughs> the exact opposite of what you've been saying. No, 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 no. But see the game at Parkhead. I just the game at Parkhead, out. I would absolutely. The abso- game at Parkhead doesn't count for anything. Anyway, I would really. absolutely blitzkrieg them. Yeah. I would like put on. I'd put. I'd play about forty players. I, would, I don't care about the rules. <laughs> you just fucking fire yeah. the squad. It. Um. Anyway, but right, come on, who are we playing up front? Uh, it's got to be Dembele. I think so. I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's got to be Lee. It has got to be Lee. Um, you I'm, are not telling me. You're talking about how they've played recently. Dembele has been dire. He was bright. He was, he was great, great against, against Rangers. He, he's yeah. always great against Rangers. I, I, I don't doubt he's good against them, but I just think he's 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 offered nothing recently. Griffiths, I want Griffiths's pace in that game. I think Griffiths coming His on, pace coming on, behind. coming on with 25 minutes go when they've when they've defended as hard as they yeah. can, and then unleashing Griffiths on with. 25 minutes to go I think that would absolutely crush their spirits I think Dembele actually puts their defenders through a shift I think they're scared of Dembele yeah. they don't know how they can't handle him do you know ideally I I'd g- like to play both of them but that's not going to happen I agree with you but the, the, the thing that bothers me in these games is we never start well and they always start well that's true and there's a big problem with us and we have a lack of pace and I think we need to start this game by having some pace in the team that's why I'd play Forrest Forrest on that big massive pitch, hopefully being able to isolate, you know, the the wide men. Use his pace. Get Lee Griffiths on there. They'll they'll play a higher line naturally. I think on that pitch anyway. 
I want their defenders running towards their own goal, and Dembele won't make them do that. The Lee Griffiths absolutely will. I I I go with Dembele every day of the week. That's not to say that I don't think Lee Griffiths is a great player because I do. Um, I think Lee Griffiths just offers something completely different. I think if you start with Lee Griffiths, I think it will be fine. I, th- I think yeah. I, 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 that's I've, that's I've, the thing. I've got no fears about Griffiths playing. I, I mean, he's that's great it. See, if, see if, I, if I turn up on Sunday, um, you know, and I, I'm going to watch the game, and Griffiths is up front, that's fine. Cool. No worries. I'd prefer. I would. I, I think I think Dembele I think causes them more problems. Them more problems because he's done so well against them, and I yeah. think there's a they they don't know how to mark him. They don't know how to play against him, and that's why I think just for this. But see the see the league game. I play Griffiths. Yeah, F- fair enough. But this game specifically, I think Griffiths is far. If you take the two of them, who's better coming off the bench? Griffiths is by far better coming off the bench than Dembele is. Dembele's better starting and coming off than Griffiths is better um, starting and coming off if you've switched yeah. them. And what about French Eddie? Scores the one on the game a few weeks ago. Still not getting in the team. French Eddie is C M nine minutes cynic. Um, French Eddie is in a is in a bit of a quandary um, mm-hmm. because the best two strikers at the club are Dembele and Griffiths, and you you. French Eddie is 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 really unlucky. Um, it's unlucky that the formation is one up front. Yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. And, and there's two great strikers there. He so seemed I mean, to be playing left left wing when he yeah. uh, when he came on. So I don't know. They might do that as well. They might you know again twenty minutes, ten minutes to go, bring him on and put him out in the left. I, mean, I wonder if Forrest will get a game because you're right. You'd mentioned it earlier before the podcasting. He's very often not very good against Rangers. He never. He, 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 yeah. <laughs> he Forrest is having an, an, an exceptional season. He's playing very, very well. He doesn't really have good games against Rangers yeah. to the point where uh, if it was me, I would play Patrick ahead of him. I think Roberts, I mean, rips him apart most times he, he play, goes up against them. Yeah. I think they're terrified of him as well. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 yeah. You know I, mean? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not. Certain that Forrest will start. I do, especially with Paddy playing um, at the weekend. There, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Paddy in the in the lineup. Um, but I think overall, the most important thing is that they get up for it. Yeah, Jen Sinclair's and dropped again. I I don't know. I I think he probably it was interesting last time because he kept faith with him. So often, and then just that was that. Mm. So I mean, he definitely brings a lot to the team when he when he plays well, and in terms of having pace to go at them, I mean, he's the kind of obvious choice I think for the he's, for he's, the left. But he's just not been. He's another guy who's due a great. a great performance, I think. Yeah, and this could be it. Um, the thing is, we we do have we do have some really now that people are back and fit. You know, you know, a fully fit Tam, a fully fit um, Patrick, a fully fit Stuart Armstrong, a fully fit Sinclair. We could fill our bench with class. Exactly. You know? I mean, that's it. Our, our bench would be all. Our bench would be their first team. Yeah. And that's to be said. Anyway, predictions, Dermot. Three 0 us. Scorers. I think Dembele will get to it, and I think Pat Roberts will be a wonder goal. Probably picks up in the halfway line, goes past about four of them. Picks oh, the keeper. He's yep. Steven. He's Steven. Uh, Wait and see. Lou Dog. This is it. Troops. Great this album. is it. Great album by seven the Seven ones? No, we're not going seven. We're not, he is Steven. We're <laughs> not going seven. But it's Hamden. This is going to be 
the five one. We've no had one this year. We had two last season. This is the one. I think we're going to absolutely obliterate them. Okay, the and what is your uh, goal scorers? My goal scorers are Tam, 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 um, <laughs> uh, Griffiths. I think Griffiths comes on that pitch. He's got to score definitely. I and I think I think this will be the greatest moment of the season when KT scores. <gasps> yes, I think KT is going to diagonal run into the box, slot at home, cool as you like. <sighs> Place goes this wild. is it. This would, is it. That would be terrific. Uh, I personally think we're going to win 3 0. Um, and I'm going to put KT in the goal scorers. Uh, KT, Dembele, and I think Griffiths is going to come on and score. Um, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's a Scottish Cup semi final. It doesn't matter who it's against. It's still a tough game. Uh, the National Stadium, everyone watching. KT's going against them would be better than a treble. That's. Weird. Going a screamer. Uh, I had a um, cool, fun quiz lined up, but uh, we're actually already all over our time. What a oh, shame! Well. Oh come on! Oh, roll it over to next week. I'll roll it over when it's not in any way fucking appropriate, um, because it'll be out of time. But right, go for it quickly. Okay, give, give us a quiz. I like quizzes. Okay, so Dermot, you madman. Okay, quickly. Uh, Celtic have had the most final wins in the Scottish Cup. How many are they? The most final wins. So they've won the, the Scottish Cup the most times. All oh, right. How many times? How much? How many times have they won the Scottish Cup? How many times have they? Forty. Why? Thirty-six. <gasps> 37. <gasps> 37, right. Celtic have lost the most Scottish Cup finals as well. How many? Did I get a, what's the points system? Five points. Um, <laughs> most final losses, right? They've lost the most Scottish Cup finals. How many have they lost, Dermot? 15. 12. 15 closest. Eight points. Um... There is no uh, system. The uh, so the system. highest ever attendance at Scottish Cup final is 146,433 uh, people, um, which is also a European record in terms of an attendance at a domestic game. Um, who was it against? Dermot? In the Scottish Cup final? Yeah. I was going to say Rangers, but. Maybe it's obviously it is. not, but if that's the question, but it must be Rangers. What, Celtic were in the final? Celtic were in the final. Who was it against? Uh, I want to say Rangers because it's not going to be Rangers, is it? Oh, say somebody uh, else then. Uh, Hibs. Eh, Aberdeen. There you go. But you get three points and you get um, minus two. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay, I was going to do a thing where basically I was going to ask you to name the team that the, la- the last semi-final went in against Rangers where we lost on penalties and I was going to give you a chance to name a player each who was involved and it would have been fun but it's not happening now uh, I didn't realise that in that when we lost uh, on penalties McGregor missed McGregor missed a penalty so Mulgrew took the first one scored McGregor missed Bitton scored Griffiths scored Lustig scored and then Rogic missed it. why is Lustig taking he never the missed the ground moved Yuri Geller of course I've forgotten all about Bitton He's injured. Yeah. Aye. So you know, we'll do something in the, the season when we look at the squad and who's going to stay and who's going to go. Yeah. Anyway, that's our podcast. We've went eight minutes over. Um, we've also filmed this podcast. There might be a link to watch the podcast live 
from a film perspective. Uh, this started off as I'm, I'm practicing to see if it works. Too. I, might, <laughs> I might do a wee advert for YouTube to. Uh, I'll, like, there what, might be a chance to watch the full thing. So what I'll do is, um, if, <laughs> you know I mean? if 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 people want to watch the actual podcast, because people want to watch it now because they've already listened to it. I should warn us if we're going to be filmed for it though. I didn't. I, I, didn't. I, I literally. Aye, I'm wearing my hat now. I never you, you like I, mean, I came in and thought I was filming a dirty movie. <laughs> well, well, that's even weirder. Why are you coming to meet two guys <laughs> in a, a room to film a dirty movie? You're a married man, for goodness sake. I know, but I know what you're you like. Just saw the tripod. Didn't know you're the tripod. Aye, well, I certainly am a tripod. That's true. <laughs> is that not a Jesus we are the 90 Minute Cynic um, check us out on iTunes uh, do you want to do your iTunes shtick oh damn it I meant to do it at the start go on nobody's got to be listening now I they will right um, that's yes. the point to flick off actually we're, up, we're up to currently 207 Jesus you really um, are tracking them I'm you? tracking it I know I um, so we're pushing we're pushing pushing um, if you can, if you haven't already, please leave us just, even if it's just a, a five-star rating, you just need to click the stars, they all illuminate. It's That's lovely. you logged it. Um, if you want to actually type up, there was a, a quality one, I can't remember um, who it was that submitted it, but someone left a review, the title of the review was Feet. And he went on to praise <laughs> the greatest. It, it wasn't me. <laughs> was it he, Tam? <laughs> he went. He went on to to talk about ta- Tam Rogic. If you want to speak about Tam, if you want to praise Tam in your review, that'd be absolutely delightful. Um, just don't gaze any shite ones. And uh, yeah, please, if you haven't done it already, please do it because it really does help us. So search for us on uh, iTunes, the iTunes Store, or however you get your podcasts. Ninety minutes cynic. Um, if you could subscribe it means you'll get each week in your your app and you don't have to search for each week it makes it a lot easier we're also on um, Spreaker Spreaker.com slash the 90 Minute Cynic you get our website 90MinuteCynic.com where we have lots of different articles we're now doing um, reviews post-match so when a Celtic match is finished you'll be a review on the site uh, and player ratings is the um, site fixed? site's fixed right. it's all good all looking terrific um, but we're going to do uh, over the last couple of weeks It's after every Celtic match there's been a match review and player ratings, and that's from our writers who work on the cynical. Can't thank them enough for that. It's terrific stuff. The cynical itself, you can download from the website. Um, as I say, ninety minutes in it dot com. But you can get all of this on Twitter at ninety minutes in it. Uh, Dermot's also on Twitter at hexinductional. Give him a wee, give him a wee follow. He's got Dizzy the Egg as his. Uh, <laughs> don't know why. But as <laughs> his uh, l- uh, little logo. Also, we've got a new logo up. Let us know what you think about the logo. Uh, tweet us at ninety minutes in it and let us know. Um, but we are done for this week. Dermot Coyle, it's been terrific as always. Thank you for having us back. Yeah, of course. Uh, part of the team, Louis, my man, the um, the, the the Godfather. I hope you've enjoyed me. Who hasn't enjoyed you? Am I right? That's not in any way a slanderous insult, by the way. If Aaron's listening to this, that, I, that just, yeah, it's not, yeah. not a slanderous insult at all. Uh, he's Dermot Coyle, he's Louis McCaffrey, I'm Chris Gallagher, we are the 90 Minute Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. I just love the kind of woman who can walk over a man I mean like a goddamn marching band She says like literally music is the air she breathes 
Soulful affectation when 